Unlocking the secret to better parenting. This is Growing Pains on The Light Breakfast. It's time for Growing Pains and today we are going to be discussing how you can help your kids cope if you're getting separated or are actually going through a separation right now. So we're going to be speaking with Light's resident child psychologist, Katiana Asman, with her insights on navigating this difficult process. How does age factor when it comes to kids dealing with the news of separating parents? Age will define sort of the brain's maturity level and their ability to process the implications of what's taking place. So when we're looking at separation, it might mean the same thing to adults, but to kids, there are different aspects of that separation that they might fixate on. In my experience, what I noticed is that with younger children, it's about sort of the definition of the relationship with mom and dad. So for example, does does the separation mean that I no longer have a mom and a dad? Mm, okay. Does the separation mean that, you know, I'm not going to be able to see the parent who's moving out or things like that, right? So it's a lot about sort of how that redefines their relationship. And then, you know, I think as they get older, what I notice, or at least with the conversations, it's often about kind of the social implications, right? So sort of what does separated parents mean for my life and sort of my ability to, even though separation is extremely common and I think more socially acceptable nowadays, I still have a lot of teens who struggle to be open and honest about it with their peers because they're very concerned about how that would make their friends view them. They're concerned Mm -hmm. about how, again, their social life will be impacted. So I think that when we are looking at the context of separation, it's important to kind of factor in your child's developmental level or age, and of course, how the separation is going to affect their daily lives, um, and then kind of looking at it and, and addressing it from that perspective. On the topic of addressing the subject, are there any rules of thumb in terms of how to have this conversation with your kids across the age groups? A united front is always best. I know that it's not often possible because not all separations are amicable, but I know that it often is managed better if mom and dad do it together or at least delivering the same messaging. So even mm-hmm. if you can't be on the same couch telling your kids this story, you know, you guys are not in the same country or whatever, the messaging ideally should be the same. And to kind of not necessarily feel the need to share the nitty gritty details, especially when you have younger children, right? I've had cases where separation, again, was not amicable and it came on the heels of infidelity or other not so pleasant things to discuss and these parents are like completely 100% honest with their kids and you know and Mm. that's maybe a little excessive so Mm. I would say so long as you and your ex discuss the messages that you want to communicate and those messages should of course reinstate or reaffirm that mommy and daddy will always be your mommy and daddy this does not change our relationship, we are still committed towards being your parents. We might not live in the same home, but we will have the same rules and we will kind of you know, ensure that to their kids, mom and dad and that dynamic doesn't change. And of course, you love them, even though you guys are not living together, it's had nothing to do with them and what mm. they've done and their behaviors. So making sure that that messaging you both agree upon before this conversation takes place. And then I think just to be very wary of oversharing, especially when you have little ones. If you have teenagers, you will find that they will probably want to know why. 
and they probably want to know the details. I still think you don't need to tell them the details if it is something that is going to paint one or both parents in a negative light. You want to be able to maintain that relationship where they can still look up and rely and trust their parents. And I think when you kind of overshare, especially when there's been negative elements to the separation, you run the risk of affecting the relationship that the child will have with a particular parent. So you kind of want to keep them out of that. So even if you have a teen or an older child who wants to know more, you're welcome to share that mom and dad just realize that we kind of are much happier when we live apart and we're better parents if we live apart. You're welcome to share it to that extent, but I think try to kind of keep the details out of it if you can. Not always possible, but if you can. What are some of the things that parents do that they think is actually protecting the kids that actually can create additional problems or stress even? I've seen some parents try to sugarcoat things, right, with their children. And I think this is where the tricky bit is, because as much as I said, don't necessarily drag them into the nitty gritties of it all. I've seen some parents kind of take that a little bit to the extreme where they don't tell their children anything. And so the children often have to come up with their own assumptions as to why this is taking place. And that can, I would say, erode the relationship. This again, often happens with relationships that were not pleasant in terms of the separation. So I've had cases where the separation was due to something unfortunate or something negative. Um, And because one parent was trying very hard to sugarcoat everything, everything's fine, everything didn't give the children an an explanation as to what was taking place. It created an opportunity for the other parent to kind of vilify this Mm. particular parent or what we call parental alienation. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of caused a lot of issues. So I think that when parents don't, again, have that conversation, present a united front, you run the risk of this he said, she said thing coming up. And that puts the kids in a horrible position Mm. because I firmly believe that kids are not programmed to choose between mom and dad. That's just not something that from a developmental evolutionary perspective, human beings are meant to Mm. do. And in a lot of these cases, parents unconsciously or consciously put their kids in that role. And it's very, very difficult. And I tell all of my parents this just because you guys get to separate don't mean that they get to right because Mm. mom and dad will be yours till the day you die even if they separate so when you do something without thinking about the consequences because as far as you're concerned i'm not married or i'm not with that person anymore that is not the same setup that your child is going to have to go through they're going to have to deal with this person forever yeah. So be mindful of that, I would say. So in terms of expectations with regard to behavior, what are some of the things that typically pop up? It's very common for children to have sort of negative behaviors, especially if they're sort of in the, I would say, past toddler stage, early primary. I often do see a lot of behavior issues. Um, and again, it's not necessarily because parents are doing anything wrong. It could just be that, you guys have probably heard me say this, but I feel that when we look at child development it's kind of like your child's brain is at a certain ios and when you're trying to install an app that requires Mm. a higher level that's Mm. kind of what happens and so it's sort of like that so these behaviors need not mean that the child now has a behavior issue the child's probably working through something emotionally that the brain isn't yet fully equipped to handle Mm. and they're trying to explore boundaries and kind of understand where things fall right so behavior outbursts temper tantrums crying episodes these are all things that are very normal because this is fundamentally the 
biggest catastrophe in their very young life. Mm. So all of these things are part and parcel of it. If your child presents with it, don't be alarmed. Just make sure that you are consistent and you hold their hand through the whole process. Again, if you can do that with your ex-partner, even better. So they kind of learn that, okay, so, you know, it, it was bad, but it's it's not something that's going to impact or change my life in an irreparable way. So that's, I think, what you would expect. In terms of sort of whether or not the child withdraws or lashes out, it really is a coin toss. I've seen some kids who just go completely silent. They withdraw within themselves. They don't really want to talk to mom and dad. And it's more sort of a sad tone, so lots of crying and things like that. But I've also seen some kids who lash out. So it's anger, defiance and things like mm. that. So it's a coin toss. You might have two kids who behave very differently in the same household. So I would say kind of go with the flow. Don't force them to talk about it. Just be there so that they know that if they need it, they can come to you, right? So something like, you know, I, I know this is hard, right? I know that you're sad. I know that you're angry and mommy or daddy doesn't want you to be this way because we both love you and we both want you to be happy. So whenever you're ready, if you ever want to talk, because sometimes I feel that way too. I feel angry. I feel sad. I miss fill in blank right mm -hmm. so there are days where it's hard for me and you know so if you ever have those hard days i'm here for you and you can come and talk to me so you can have that kind of conversation right. regularly so that kids know that this is something that i'm not just feeling my parent is feeling and that i can come to them um, and it's and normal and it's normal, exactly. Mm. So these emotions are normal because I think if you're trying to show your kid that, oh, everything is fine and we're moving on with our lives, you might also communicate to your child that any negative emotion isn't acceptable. Mm. So that's something that I think you should try to do. And hopefully one day they will come to you and they'll be like, I want to talk about something. I love that. Be ready to have that conversation and it could happen anywhere. I know I've been in that situation myself. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Katiana. You can listen to this episode of Growing Pains with Life. Lights resident child psychologist Katiana Asman on separated parents again on the Light Breakfast podcast. That's on the Shock app.